According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. What's going down, everybody? Tony here. I just wanted to remind you that on Saturday, July 16th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Mike and I will be doing the show live from Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design for the second FarmCAD of 2016. So come on out and see us. Again, that's July 16th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design in Lakewood, Colorado. Episode 75, there was a crazy storm that was blowing a few minutes ago. No longer blowing. Yeah, it's gone. We're here at my house in the uh, TDM Studios. Recording again, buddy. How have you been? Again, Good. uh, The work week's been a little stressful. Uh, Getting ready for the New York trip next week's also a little stressful. I was going to say, anytime you're going out of town. Yeah. It's like you basically work all the hours you're taking in vacation the week before. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Just get shit ready. So, and uh, there's no backup to my my job, so it's kind of even more stressful because I wanted to make sure everybody's taken care of before I leave. Why do you not have a backup? Just... Because I'm that awesome. Because <laughs> you're so awesome. And when you're not here, we expect you to get your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, no, just been doing that and uh, chucking along. I say the way that uh, keeps me on not as stressed as a normal person would be I cut up the middle of my day with workout. So, Oh, yeah. We've yeah. talked about that before. In fact, I think we got a reverb nation blip on that one. Yeah. The importance of moving your body, getting some exercise. Yeah, I was gymming it up this morning. Yeah? Yeah, a little chest and back today. Yeah. I know you did legs. Yes. <laughs> tell by. Yep, when I was bending over to try to plug in this laptop, dude. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. You thought you might just hang out down there for yeah. a while. So I'll, <laughs> come put up down, a little... I'll put the mic down here. I'll just hang out for a little bit. That's cool. So week's been busy. I, it always is for you. Um, I've been, I snuck up to the mountains, as uh, I think you know. Very Saw few that, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Threw some pictures up on the Facebook. Uh, it's always good for me. It's like a spiritual escape. It kind of resets me. And after we had a crazy busy weekend and everything, yeah. it's, it's nice to get up there again. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy because we're cramming them all together because yep. now next week I'm out of town again with yep. the big crazy party, hoping we're not going to be those campers. Yep. Those neighbors. <laughs> the loud ones. Yeah. Well, I know. I was like, I knew you were having a good time when you sent me a message and was like, hey, man. <laughs> gonna be a one more day <laughs> <laughs> uh, i get so addicted to being up there it's it's such a reset and it, you know what the craziest part is like it puts me at peace and stuff but it's amazing how quickly all the madness of the city comes back it's like as you're driving right? into the city you're just like immediately back into the immediately same. angry <laughs> yeah immediately just takes over something in the air or something all these people just moved here why because yeah. of weed, that's yeah, why. That's, why. that's why. That is why they all move here. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was early. I was must have been yeah. psychic or something. <laughs> I didn't even know it was going to be like this. I <laughs> definitely, if you actually, if you asked me when I was younger, I definitely would have guessed California would be would legalize it yeah. ahead of, of Colorado. But part of that was because I was that Colorado was just pure cowboys and yeah. like I really didn't know <laughs> until I came out here. I'm like, oh, this is just like California. In fact, the people sound exactly the same. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know what the the real difference like is. Why where where are their horses at? Where are their I mean where's the old time <laughs> saloons? I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> where are those saloons at? Where do they park their horses? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, you have ideas in your head, you know, I don't know why, but it's funny to look at it now and you think how forward thinking Colorado is in yeah. so many ways compared to California. They're behind the times definitely on the weed for sure. I mean it's 
just medical there, right? I don't think they have any kind of recreational no. anywhere. But all their neighbors, the two northern neighbors do. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oregon, Oregon and Washington, Washington both. Yep. Both, yeah. And then D.C. And I can't even keep track of everybody anymore. I it's, think it's just the four right now, right? Is it? Us, D.C., Oregon, and Washington. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, we need the non-stoners to keep track of all the stats for us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, just wherever it's you do whatever you want. I mean, technically, people ha- are doing it wherever they want. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Because no, I think because no one cares, you know. And yeah, it's the last thing the police want to deal with. They got way bigger well, fish to fry. Like, like, I've always never understood this whole, the whole four twenty rally thing. Like even before it was legal, like people were going down the fucking Civic yeah. Center Park and just smoking like crazy and right. And do you know what the deal? Do they have a permit now, or it's still even I, before then? Like I didn't even understand like how they were doing that. Like I don't know if it's a permit or I wonder if, if it's it like so many fucking people that are like, "Fuck it, we're not going to arrest everybody." <laughs> right. You know, it's weird because it seems like I, if I, I'm pretty sure that it's never been legal. I don't even think it is now. Right. I don't think you can smoke in public. But no, you can't. You have right. to be private. That's why yeah. I said so it's it must, like I never understood, dude. And if it is a permit or something, that's a really that's a weird permit to request. That's all, something that only could happen in 2016, man. <laughs> we need a permit so we can smoke legally uh, in public. I know we can normally do it, but just in public, we want to be able to do it this one day. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, go ahead. Or, because it seemed like there were people arresting them a few years back. Yeah, it says here, Denver cops to stop pot smoking at Silver Senate Park event. That was like two years ago. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's still illegal. I'm pretty sure. But I don't know if the cops... Because I know the cops, the Denver police have stated, since it became legal, they've stated that they've completely deprioritized it. They're not arresting yeah. people for it. They're like, this is just silly. We're not going to go around arresting when it's legal at the city level. So Yeah, here we go. Okay. In Colorado, public consumption of marijuana is considered a petty offense with a penalty of 15 days in jail and a maximum of $500. Oh. So it's not worth their time, essentially. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, and and I know now they definitely don't, but even back then, because I remember there was one year, I say a few years ago, who knows, this shit could have been like eight years ago for all yeah. I remember, but uh, it it where they were arresting people, and it was like a big deal, people were, a lot of people, even non-pot smokers were upset about it, because they're like, oh, what's the big deal, it's one day, they go out, you know, yeah. have nothing better to do than arrest these guys, but the Denver police have since definitely changed their tune on, on all that stuff when it came straight up legal you know yeah like what are you gonna do why waste your time on it yeah well even like in some other states too isn't it like they've like calmed down too right like didn't someone say like in new york they're actually like yeah yeah that was a big one right was it new york i think it was the east coast somewhere somewhere over there like where it was like they decriminalized yeah (laughs) that's always the first step you know i think california in some places has some really? going on. I don't hmm. know. I'm talking to my ass. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't remember it all blurs together. It seems, but it is funny to think, you know, that weed's come so far as far as like people's perception of it and, and the fact that it is legal in more and more states. And it seems yeah. inevitable. I mean, it's not as taboo. Yeah, for sure. It was majorly taboo when I was growing up. Yeah. Same, same with me. Like I remember, um, this one, this, uh, one time when I lived in these townhomes and, um, I remember these kids, you know, they're probably like teenagers at the time or like, you know, in their early 20s. I remember I was outside playing. These teenagers were looking outside their window and the screen was open and all that stuff and looked at me and was like, yo, kid. And I was probably like, probably like fifth grade. 
yeah, kid, okay, you want to smoke some weed with us? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, better, I better go tell my mom. <laughs> you know, and so I was like, went to tell my mom. My mom was like, oh, my God, they said what? And da 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 And she ended up calling, like, the cops and all that stuff. Oh, so, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Those dudes offered the wrong kid. Yeah. 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 Well, like you said, it was just at the time, you're just like, oh, and I was in fifth grade, and we had D.A.R.E. Yeah. Know? And then, you know, drugs are always bad. Yeah, I mean that's the it's been demonized on purpose for in like so many other things for economic purposes and this, we've talked about some podcast everybody that's in the know seems to kind of be aware of this now of like this concerted effort that was made and how, it's amazing though right how successful it is yeah because even me growing up it was the same and I didn't smoke pot in high school or anything like that you know and it was yep. definitely like ooh I don't want to mess with that I don't want my life to go to total shit so <laughs> you know because the like, way they yeah they portrayed it and everything like that but. Shit, Willie Nelson and Tommy Chong and yeah. <laughs> they're all still alive. <laughs> right. Yeah, they've Old lived through fuck. that, right? Right. When they had to be super on the down low and yeah. now it's now it's changed so much that they can I mean there was a music video I watched with I can't remember I know for sure it had Willie in it, but I can't remember there's another big country artist in it and it's a really cool song and it's oh, like was I in smoked the weed with Willie Nelson. Is that one of those? Uh no, that's a good song though. That's okay. a comedian that does that, right? Was, no, I thought it was like a country singer. Oh yeah, that. actually, isn't it? Is it Zach? Did Zach Brown do that? I don't know. I, think I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Huge country fan. I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but in the video I watched, it was like a newer song. Him and this other country artist. It might have even been Merle Haggard or something. But they did this really cool video in the studio, and it's like the whole time he's, they're just puffing on these big old joints while you know where they're playing. It was like straight up. It was like Bob Marley country style or something, you know. <laughs> so yeah, things have changed a lot, man, and it's more in the forefront. But you think about older dudes like that, that Toby Keith. I'll never smoke weed again with Willie Nelson. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great song too. That is a, a really great song. He's like the Snoop of yeah. country, essentially. You gotta be careful. You yep. Might end up like Cat Williams was talking about smoking with Snoop when he was talking about I can see my house. Yeah, <laughs> so high. <laughs> so what he said, Cat Williams said he never smoked with Snoop or white people. Yeah, <laughs> white people find it intuitive and crazy ways to smoke weed yeah to get maximum <laughs> maximum effect <laughs> yeah 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 i'm glad to see it obviously we always talk about that i think uh the future's looking good for it but i mean depending on what happens politically i suppose i don't know it seems like such a question mark and even i feel like i'm deluding myself but like if trump gets president it really could go backwards i mean <laughs> you know what i mean like we yeah. could in uh, not just the area of pot either in a lot of ways <laughs> things could get get uh tripped out did you hear about he had to give like a bunch of money to his campaign like 50 million like bail himself out basically dude they were talking i was like reading an article about that uh, earlier this week and they were talking about he can bankrupt his own yeah. his own campaign essentially and he's like, they were talking about how he's already like bankrupt himself like multiple times and he's like come on you guys come on everybody wake up if the man's about to bankrupt his campaign Let's think this through. Let's think this through. <laughs> right. I don't what think he's economically the best choice. No. <laughs> he's not the best choice in any way. <laughs> no, I'm, just, like, I'm just saying, yeah. just like looking at that fact. I mean, if, if there wasn't other triggers to <laughs> other people that are following him right now, this should be. Considering like the 
privileged position he started in with regard to money uh he really to me is not i would not consider him like a really good shrewd smart businessman in any sense of the word i read this i was reading this article i should have sent it to myself i didn't save it but it was they were basically fact checking like all these things he says about hillary clinton all the time yeah uh but i read the same article did you read that that was pretty cool yeah and i mean they they did their research for sure um but that was one of the things they were talking about was one an assertion about himself you know about you know he's self-made and you know just a small loan from his dad and it's like none of it checks out it's like no dude not at all and your dad's bailed you out on multiple occasions and (laughs) i mean it it, by it's just weird he's just got everybody just in a trance it's like they just you don't see the obvious if you take five minutes and just look into this stuff he's nothing but full of crap you know yeah well the other thing that scared me is like i saw you know it's like like he's maybe like the forefront of like like you said, like setting things backwards. Because I saw the other day, like on online about this this fucking billboard that's in Tennessee for this senator that's saying uh, "Make America White Again." Oh shit! Like a billboard in Tennessee, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, "Make America White Again," and I was like, and like like the the senator or something like, or the person is like going for political office is like, yeah, make America White Again. Like, what? Dude, well, he's a nut. He, Trump is a nut, and there's a lot of nuts out there that are supporting him. <clears throat> you, uh, Trump-inspired candidate, yeah. Here, make America white again. Good. Rick Tyler for Congress. Make America white again. That, that kind of is a callback to what Tyson was saying. Remember, he was talking about that point when we're going to flip when whites are actually going to be a minority here soon. Yeah. And it's like... In what, 20, 20? No, not 20 years. <laughs> yeah, about... Pretty close. It's not very far. Like it's 30 years, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's not very far at all. It's weird that people even track that to me. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously somebody does. I guess demographics, people keep track of, you know. It was crazy. Like right after Tyson said that, um, there was something else that I was, I, I was uh, reading an article about um, Afro-Latinos, is what they call them, Afro-Latinos, and how like, um, you know, like the the English and the Spanish and all this stuff, they didn't just bring slaves to North America. They brought them to like South America and to like Haiti and all that oh, stuff. Right, and right. stuff like that, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like, you know, whenever you see somebody like from Brazil or something like that and you're like black guy, right. and you're like, well, that's a totally. black Hispanic guy, you know, like whatever. It's what, that's what happened is like, you know, that they progressed on and that's why you see like most of South America is... Yeah, they call it Afro Latino. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You never think about stuff like that, but yeah, slaves were brought all throughout the Americas. Yeah, so from all over the place. Uh, yeah. Did you hear what he said about the Orlando thing? Like, no. right when he was basically saying if they were armed, essentially. At first, he he phrased it like if somebody in that you know club had, uh, had a gun, then it might have been over like a much quicker boom boom he said like that's the only part i remember for sure he said was boom boom and it was like and then the fucking head of the nra was like ah nope I, i'm standing clear of what he said like that tells you something the head when the head of the, of the nra <laughs> is saying something like that he's like uh actually <laughs> uh we're not really gonna associate with that and then he and then trump pulled pulled it back and said well obviously i meant like you know security guards or a monitoring service that would have you know a gun. <laughs> i wasn't referring to the people in the club I but he said referring those... to the people in the club because obviously we, no gays can have guns yeah <laughs> but he but in the first statement he said uh if any 
of those wonderful people. He was definitely talking about them. He's so full of shit. I mean, but to even get worked up about that is silly. When I'm president, gays can't have guns. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody else. Yeah, and we talked about in the last podcast all the support he's got, you know, for the Muslim. You know, I don't, for the Muslim ban, that is. But, you know, I just, I don't, I don't get this. And and I guess we've sort of transitioning into the Orlando thing a little bit too and just you know gun control I've been listening to a lot of stuff I heard this interview with Terry Gross from NPR Mm -hmm. did with this journalist guy who you know spent a lot of time with NRA talking to these guys and doing research and stuff and one of the things he was pointing out that was interesting to me because we talked about on the last podcast how people get so quick to hands off my guns don't don't touch my guns as soon as like before the dust even settles you know where people haven't even had funerals yet and it's like immediately because it's like they think oh they're coming for the guns they're coming for the guns but it's like he was this guy was breaking down some crazy stuff like in in 1934 the head of the nra didn't support because like this, the whole um right to bear like not bear arms what am i trying to say uh conceal, conceal carry, carry. Or whatever which yeah. we have here in colorado yeah. people you mm-hmm. know you can have that all around in 1934 the head of the nra was outspoken about that he did not think people should be carrying guns around everywhere they had a specific purpose mm-hmm. there there was no concealed carry kind of thing and that was the nra like that's the gun right you know people yeah. and then even uh, this guy was talking about in 1967 when ronald reagan was the governor of california he this is what he said quote there's no reason why a person should be carrying a gun down the street that's Ronald Reagan, man. Talk about like, yeah. Like I just don't. So it's, but what the, the whole thing pointed out to me is I hadn't realized it's really been a transition, and where we are now is super extreme, even compared to United States history, like yeah. ourselves, not compared to other countries. But and we're such a baby country too. I mean, we've only been around for yeah, seventeen seventy six, two hundred something years. So yeah, but to, <laughs> to watch that shift, to think that the head of the NRA, you know, what, yeah however long 100 years ago or something was was basically saying no 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 that's silliness and as recently as you know 67 even ronald reagan and but since then i mean yeah there's nobody saying that (laughs) there's no republican saying that very few maybe a couple um but it's weird how it's shifted like that so this this whole idea of carrying you know guns around and it was neat it was a cool i recommend you check it out it's through i got it through the npr app i don't there's all kinds of stuff that they do stories and stuff yeah dude this whole orlando thing too is driving me crazy because like i guess what the other day, the Westboro Baptist Church was like protesting, like at a funeral of one of the, the victims, one of the gay victims. Are you kidding me, dude? Like protesting, like gays and no gays and all this stuff. And what but, was the, what were they like? What did their signs say? No, well, just no gays, you know, all that stuff is like, against God. Like what? Da, 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 da. Well, that's why they died, or I mean, like, what are they? I don't even understand. Yeah, but not, they were not doing the that place, you know. But the yeah, again, it's just yeah. At a morning, you know, people are mourning and this and that, and people are so ridiculous. I don't really understand that at all. I don't get why. I'll look into that because I'm curious. I want to see like what, like, what did they have a message or like, what are you trying but, to say? Yeah, but, at the but, funeral. But they were trying to protest it, but the thing was, there was a, a group that interjected it. They, um, it was the same group that was at the Matthew Shepard um, funeral, mm. the memorial. Um, these these people dressed up like angels with these like big giant wings that they made. They go like extend out, Tony. I mean like seven foot wings. Oh wow. And so they stood all in front of the um, protesters. Oh they nice. stood all in front of these protesters. Good. So nobody could Formed even a see wall, So nobody could even see the Westboro um Baptist church people and they were singing like um they were singing some song and like you could even hear their chants of their protest either. So they 
they did their job of making sure that that they couldn't be heard. Gotcha. I was trying to see because I knew there was something coming out today with the Freddie Gray. Oh, yep. Yeah. Do you are you up on this? I'm yeah. googling it right now. The the third officer tried. So I went out of the six, I think six or seven. So the third one that just tried, he was acquitted. He was the driver. Okay. So he was only the driver of the van. He was acquitted. Okay, so that's not saying guilty yeah. much because yeah. he wasn't directly involved yep. in the actual. Okay, that's what it was. Yep. I saw it this morning and then I forgot to follow up on it and see yeah. what actually happened. <clears throat> yeah, I read that this morning too. Yeah, he was just, it was a driver. I wonder if there's any people, you know, raising a stink over that. I don't know. Probably only a handful if there yeah, are, just because he was the he was the driver. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not, I mean, he was with him, I guess, but I don't know how much of a role he played at all. Yeah. Yeah, such a crazy world. And that that thing I was telling you about that interview with Terry Gross and that journalist was they were it's so it was so funny to hear like just way more in depth, but the same kind of stats you and I have been talking about. And he was talking about how he he went in originally and like just became a member. He like went to some conference kind of thing and uh-huh. then, you know signed up for the NRA and started going stuff. And he was saying that what tripped him out the most was that he was bombarded with like emails um all the time you know because it's like anything when you sign up like if you, you know you sign up A newsletter yeah right but yeah. discounts on things and information about trainings and you know guns uh-huh. and all this stuff but he said he was really overwhelmed with how much fear was like it, they he said on the daily you're just sent so much information stuff. about you know all these videos of you know they handpicked these videos of yeah. guys who actually had a, a gun and saved the day you know where the hero to gas Propaganda. station or something yeah right 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 <laughs> and i mean because there's so much of those videos out there but they're obviously not going to pick the ones where shit went real sour yeah. and you know everybody <laughs> got killed including the dude with the gun or you know whatever yeah but it was he was saying that it's weird because the longer he did it and attended it i can't remember how long he did it for mm-hmm. but he said it, that, it was just this culture of fear that's beat into you. And the, he said the information that you're never given is that when you do get a gun and you bring it into your home, like how much more, like we talked about, how much more likely you are to either you know, commit suicide or kill somebody in your house or kill somebody, just homicide in general, yeah. maybe, whether somebody breaking in or whatever. Anger or whatever, yeah. Or that too, yeah. Dude, speaking of anger, he was telling this story about, I guess it was a big headline story, but I don't remember it a few years ago. These two guys that got in a fight in uh, Philadelphia uh-huh. in like a bar, like two college kids. One was from one college, one from was from another, they were like rivals. And later, like the two of them couldn't even remember like how it even got started. Yeah. But one of them had a gun and uh, just like a little handgun and they were fighting and fighting, arguing, got out into the street, you know, it just kept escalating and escalating. Yeah. And then finally one dude, he, at one point he pulled out the pistol, shot the dude like six times, just like pow, 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 went through his kidneys, hit him. I mean, hit him all over his body. He had like serious shit. It was amazing. He lived. Like I couldn't believe they said he actually lived, but they were, they were talking about that, how he said that that's why that journalist got so interested in it was, he was thinking it's weird how one thing we don't talk about is like when we introduce guns and everyone just has them and we have the whole concealed carry and everybody's wild west you don't realize what that it changes the dynamic of even the most normal situations when suddenly one person has the ability to kill someone and plus there's all these studies showing that guys who have a concealed carry are way they over greatly overestimate the amount of people around them that have guns so they tend to think that guy's got a gun too when he probably doesn't (laughs) <laughs> like not a lot of people do so i started to keep going about this but it it just rocked my world and i've been thinking so much about the whole gun control because people get you know the fact that it's off the table annoys me yeah like, really bad <laughs> whatever happens to that sit-in by the way did you hear see that 
uh, which sit-in? The what? Senate sit-in? All the Democrats. Oh, yeah. The then? dude who did like filibuster type thing yeah. for 15 hours. Yeah. Well, they did it. They, they, he got action and they met together and there was four different pieces of um, legislation on, you know, regulation regarding obtaining these kind of weapons and all four failed. All four. So there's still nothing. <laughs> and it's like, and that, remember, that was his whole thing was he was like, he was taking, taking, basically taking over the floor mm-hmm. um, to protest like government's complete inaction on an issue that you know is continually a problem yeah and did you know that the ARs were illegal they passed something in like the 90s like 94 did you know that yeah, yeah it was 94 and then it expired in 2004 and I think oh. that was Bush right and they couldn't they couldn't no, I'm not blaming him for this I'm just saying he was president at the time uh-huh. and then in 2004 they couldn't renew it they didn't renew it they tried and you know, like couldn't come to agreements on it and stuff, and so they just left it alone. So now they're that's why they're legal again. Isn't that shit crazy? We actually knew better. We got we said, hey, we shouldn't have these. You know, these people shouldn't be able to get these crazy automatic weapons. Yeah, let's take them off the thing. And then they, you know, with a lot of legislation, they put these provisions that it expires in ten years, so you can revisit and do what's best for society. Ten years later, they just drop the ball. They don't do it. No one ever revisits it. And now we've got all these fucking shootings. <laughs> like, come on, man. Because those are the weapons that are always used, right? Combine, Sandy Hook, yeah. and the theater. Oh, that's another thing. I know we're not in news, I guess, but this stuff is all tying together. Yeah. In Germany, there was one today. Did you know that? Yeah, but it was not terror-linked, I thought. It was just, I don't, no, I don't know if it was terror-linked or not. Yeah, but some fucking dude. In the theater? The theater or something like that? Yeah, yeah. right? It just brought back haunting memories. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, man. Did you happen to catch how many people were killed? I no, didn't see. I didn't see that, but yeah theater shooting you yeah i don't mean to talk your head off (laughs) all those guns oh my god mike and tony want to take away our guns too yeah well it freaks me out when you think about (laughs) like what this guy's talking about the idea that it changes the dynamic in everyday situations and then the other thing he was talking about is that it's well documented there's a great increase in concealed carry a lot of people nationwide a lot more people have guns walking around that you don't know that you know, more so than in the past. And when you think about all that, and then you're like, they're completely, uh, not them, because I don't want to separate, but a lot of the outspoken people who are public figures, the NRA and whatever, when it comes to gun rights, political figures are unwilling to even talk about it. So then when you start to talk about it, you're always met with like this rage and this aggression and thinking about all these people carrying guns, like it makes me nervous. Like the, you know, being even being here on a podcast and talk, just talking about it, not even saying anything extreme. I never, and I'll be clear, never want to take people's guns. No interest in taking people's guns. I know you feel the same way. We've talked about it. Yeah. But the fact that we can't pass any legislation to prevent people from getting weapons that can mow down, and it's not even to prevent them from getting it, actually. I'm misstating that. All it is is to set up a system. That's what that guy was saying, the mm-hmm. guy who, who took the floor. I forgot his name. Um, I don't even know where he's from. I can't remember, but that, that was his whole thing is, is that we just need a system like we have for like exactly like you're talking about driver's license. Like we need a licensing system for guns. And when you're getting the crazy, crazy guns that can kill a lot of people really quickly, you should go through a rigorous process. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about something else. (laughs) Do you know, uh, are you are you looking at something on this? Or can no, I, I was just I was just uh, thinking about how you were saying the concealing carries. Like I'm like thinking like Wild West now. Like there's gonna be duels in the street. 
you know? Like Right. <laughs> Except people don't know now. Back then they'd wear it on the hip. Everyone yeah. knew you had a gun. Yeah. But, then another thing that I was thinking was like that that letter that I saw a long time ago, and I don't even know if it was like a true letter about like to uh, this guy that was, um, uh, it was like a letter to the, um, uh, to an attacker or a mugger. I think it was like in Craigslist, like way back in the day where it was like, um, to the guy who tried to rob me and my girlfriend at knife point. And it was like, I, something like that. Um, I probably, he's like something to the effect where he's like, you probably didn't expect to have um, a forty-five pointed at your face, nor did you know that you had uh, that uh, the person that you were robbing just became, just got out of the gun store and bought a brand new forty-five. Wow! Yeah, and it was just like, was it real or was it like a poem? Art? It was like a Craigslist thing? post or something mm-hmm. like that. So like a, one of those misconnection things. Oh, yeah. So it was like saying, yeah, it was like something like that. And it we was, can't make that connection because you're dead. Yeah, and it was saying something to the fact, you know, it was like, you know, um, you try to you try to mug us at knife point. You didn't realize that I had a forty five on me because we just left the the gun store for a birthday present my girlfriend bought me, and it was something to the effect, you know. Um, the items that you ask for me, he's like, I'm just letting you know, because uh, he, he, he in fact robbed, not robbed, but held the other guy up and took his wallet and his cell phone and all that stuff. And, and like the letter just says, you know, I called your mother to let her know what you've been doing. I think I saw that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that floating around somewhere. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, that's an interesting story, but to me, that's that same kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it's Wild real West. or not, but it's, well, but it's kind of that, prop, it's that, it's that only putting emphasis on those rare situations where it works out well and it's a good thing somebody had a gun because they were able to save the day. Yeah. But they, it, it's just misleading because that's not usually what happens. I mean, yeah. shit usually At the gets, end of the day, my stuff's not more important than my life. Right. So like, some of that, like at knife point with me, you know, I don't carry cash as this. So if someone's going to take my wallet, I'll just cancel those fucking credit cards. Like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Or it'd be like my buddy, remember? My buddy from high school, Kenny Wright, was a black belt in karate. Uh-huh. And he was sitting in an intersection. A dude tried to carjack him, put a gun in his face. And it was like when within fucking 20 seconds, he had the gun out of the hand, had the dude submitted in position. And like, there was no cell phones back then. So yeah. I don't, somebody called the police and, and it, you know, it was taken care of. And it's like, or like we talked about, remember on the podcast, remember that video in, in Britain yeah. where the there was that crazy dude wielding this gigantic butcher knife in public, like in a public square or something, and the cops there are trained for that because they don't have a gun. He yeah. just they got the knife out of his hand, took him down. They're trained <laughs> specifically to do shit like that. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to just harp on about it, but it it's it's freaky. It's freaky how, how we can't even talk about it. Yeah. It wouldn't be near. I wouldn't be nearly as worried if you know there was a lot of rational conversation about it. And like, okay, well, maybe we should, you know, let's have some tests for these people. But but there's not. And there's none of that. You can't even say it. You can't yeah. bring it up. Can't talk about it at all. So, <sighs> what else is going on in the world, Mike? Uh, well, <laughs> I think I almost lost my little girl because the, yesterday we're out front, we're playing and I'm mowing the lawn and we're hanging out. She has a little baby in her stroller and we went for a walk. We checked the mail and stuff like that. Um, our neighbors are, you know, two, I think like middle school age girls and, uh, they're always hanging out out front and everything and, and just like playing ball or like just sitting in the driveway. Like in this case, they were sitting in the driveway eating, you know, and, um, uh, the daughter looks at me and she's all, I go play with them. That's all. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you're not having, you're not having fun 
I mean, we're not hanging out anymore. You're not having fun with me? Or, <laughs> I mean, is that, is that what I was doing? And she like looks at me. She's like, I play with them? I was all, I mean, I mean, if you want to walk over there and ask if they want to play or, I mean, that's fine. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. So she walks over there, the little stroller and, and, uh, on the driveway and parks her stroller in the grass with a baby in it and sits down with the girls. And she's just there hanging out with them. And the girls are like looking at me and they're like giggling and they're talking to her and all that stuff. And poor me, you know, I got to watch her still and just sitting in my driveway and <laughs> in my lawn chair, just watching her. It's like, oh, oh, that's cool though. But I understand. I was like, oh, um, and then she like started to like walk towards me. I was like, okay, here she comes. Here she comes. She's going to come, come hang out with me now. All right. And so she comes over and she's like, hey daddy, I'm playing over here. I was like, Oh, are you having are you having fun over there? She's like, yeah, bye. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll you're in you. for it. I'll see you later. Like, oh, man. It's like I thought we were hanging out, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good, though. That's good Good for her. <laughs> Rough for daddy, though. Yeah. Definitely. I know I know that feeling. And... Yeah, I got dissed. I got dissed yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. You know, it's when it's friends at school and it's, you know, yeah. they got to go to school and then yeah. hang out with their friends or whatever. But when it's like a direct, you guys are hanging out and then she's like, actually, I'm going to peace out over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. As I was like, just they told that to um, my wife and I was like, yeah, I'm just sitting in my driveway looking at my phone and kind of like trying not to sulking yeah trying not to look at her and be like hey i'm gonna come back over and hang out with me and i'm a grown-ass man you know and here i am like oh my daughter i want to play with my daughter <laughs> <laughs> you go over there and ask to join the group yeah so but <laughs> like, no. she actually ended up like little girls are playing and like the, the one of the, mo- the the moms came home and was talking to the, all the girls and all that stuff and the mom starts walking towards me and i'm like oh okay and she's like hey she goes um she's like uh Maddie, you know, her, she was like, you know, my daughter wants to know if your daughter wants her baby dolls. I was like, hey, what do you mean? I was like, I already have a ton of fucking toys at our house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, I have like, we have like, like hefty bags full of stuffed animals in the basement that she doesn't dude, use. exactly right? the same situation. And so um, I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah. She goes, um, my daughter has some uh, American American girl dolls that she doesn't play with anymore. And we've always thought about what we're going to do with them and stuff like that. And I was like, um, okay. Yeah. I mean, if she wants them, I guess. And so they, she brought them out of the basement and she started showing my daughter all these like toys, like these dolls. She had two dolls and it had like a crib, like a little baby crib and had like a car seat carrier and they had all these matching clothes and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know what American girl is. And so, like, I feel like I, somebody I told, was talking I told about my that. wife that I was like, she's like, where did these come from? And I told her the story. I said, yeah, the neighbor lady just gave us these American girl dolls, whatever they are. And she's like, you know, these dolls are like $100 each. Yeah, I was, was going like, to say. What? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've heard about them. I don't yeah. know if my niece have one of those or something, but yeah. dang. Yeah, I just gave them, just gave them two of them. So. Wow. eBay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because I kept on asking, I was like, is this okay? You know, the, the neighbor girl. She's like, no, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't play with them anymore. She goes, they just, and the mom was all, yeah. How she, old was the uh, neighbor girl? Like I said, like middle, middle school, okay. probably about to go to high school. Gotcha. And she's like, yeah, I don't play with them anymore. And she's like, you know, they just sit there. And she goes, and your, your girl came over with her doll and 
I figured she'd like them too. And she did, dude, that's all she did yesterday. She went to, after, after she got the dolls, she was playing with the girls, obviously, with the dolls. They were showing her how to change the clothes and all that stuff and doing all that girly stuff. And then she got <laughs> home and I couldn't get her to eat because she was so enamored by her new baby dolls. And then the new baby dolls also had to sleep with her. And so she put the crib right next to her, right. her bed and all that stuff. And she's like, I'm just going to, just going to, um, um, pull the baby up here. No, no, just you just sleep. You have enough animals in your bed right now. Right, just, yeah. <laughs> my girls are the same way. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, that's too cute, though. Man, that's really cool. Nice, nice neighbor. Yeah, that's uh, like, <laughs> raising, raising her daughter, right? Yeah, that's what my wife was like. She's like, we should like do something like card or something like that. And I was like thinking, I was like, maybe we should give her like a little gift card to like another store or something like that. I don't know. What do middle yeah. school kids like? I don't know. <laughs> headphones i guess <laughs> that's the only thing that comes to my mind i don't know oh man <laughs> yeah it, it's to me I, i'm always interested in how because i have a little boy too as you know is now 10 years old yeah not not so little anymore um but the uh girls were different because it, he never did this and it seems universally girls do that with dolls they have the dolls and they take care of them and like like my youngest jesse i mean she's got I think she has three kids. She's always talking about her three kids. She's got names for all of them, like changes uh-huh. their diaper, feeds them, carries around. Yeah. And it's just such a trip to watch, like them just constantly pretending that they're in this mommy world where they're taking care of babies yeah. and stuff. It's kind of freaky, man. <laughs> you Too young for that. <laughs> don't be talking like that. You don't need no kids. Yeah. Trust me. Enjoy your life. <laughs> yeah, you're too, way too young. I do think about that because you were the same as me. I mean, you waited a while to have kids. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't have them, you know, I mean, I was still pretty young. I was in my late twenties, but it's like, uh, I try to imagine like my dad and my mom, like my mom was like 18 years old. Yeah. My mom was 16. We've talked about that before. (laughs) Can you imagine though? Like the reality, like I think of everything that happened to me between when I was like 18 and when I had kids and it was like, that's when you're kind of figuring out who the hell you are and what you're doing with your life. And I, I, <laughs> they got their life sped up quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a shout out to all those parents that that muscle through and they do the right thing. You know, they just yep. they don't want to be deadbeat parents and they just <laughs> basically give up their young adult. You know, adultness. You go from high school because you know that's the thing in high school and all teenagers. You know, they want to establish themselves and have their independence. And yeah. you're always in high school. You got to be at school these hours. and You got to go to these classes. And you got to get good grades. And you got to do this. Got to do that. Got to do this. Got to do that. And then you get out on your own. But for those people, right when they're getting out on their own, now it's like okay, now you're just going from the frying pan into the fire because now there's a life you're responsible for. <laughs> yep. so. And, you know, people like to say, oh, well, you know, the irresponsibility and they should have paid more attention. And it's true. There's some truth to that. You know, I always try to be careful and stuff, but everybody makes mistakes and everybody has crazy sex drive when they're, you know, especially <laughs> dudes, especially <laughs> dudes at that age, you know, when you're 18 years old and it's like, Sometimes you're you're just not thinking straight, and hmm. so I get you all sitting sideways because I brought the mini table, <laughs> yeah, yeah. brought the mini table into the studio today for you listeners, and uh, it's super low. And uh, Mike's a big dude, and he's having a hard time getting his legs under the table. So he's like, you're a big dude too. So it was like, yeah, I know. I'm like, got my chair as low as it'll go. <laughs> got my legs crossed on the table, trying to make it work. <laughs> we do what we gotta do. Yeah. Uh, but keeping it real, yeah. Just two dudes in a basement. Mike. Imagine if we had video; it'd be awkward to look because there's like two little tiny table and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind me to talk to you about that after the podcast. I won't do it on the podcast, but yeah. as far as uh, making video and streaming and stuff, yeah, some some stuff to talk about. Yes, and see our ugly mugs. Yeah, we've been told that we have the, the voices 
for radio and the faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all true information. Um, we should probably take a minute to uh, plug the FarmCads, which I'm working on, by the way. And we'll have out, I'm going to split it into two. And we'll okay. have two FarmCad episodes, FarmCad 1 and then FarmCad 2. And then we'll have to debate. Maybe I'll go FarmCad 3, 4, something like that. Or I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. Part one, part two of the first one. Yeah. Uh, but FarmCAD for listeners who maybe haven't heard the previous episodes, uh, if you haven't, definitely go back and listen, which you can do at MikeAndTonyShow.com, iTunes, Stitcher. Yeah, Overcast, uh, Cast Roller. Pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Just Google it. You have like 30 options right there in front yeah. of you. Um, but yeah, so so uh, we do FarmCAD, which is this arts and crafts festival at Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design, a good friend to According to Mike and Tony. We do a lot of our episodes there, et cetera. Yep. Um, and so they do these. There's still three more this yeah. summer uh, where we they get together a whole bunch of artists and craftsmen, and there's good food, and there's beer and everything. And Mike and I do the MCN. Uh, we sort of keep the party rolling. Well, I don't know if we do that. <laughs> the DJs. <laughs> I, th- I think what happens mostly is like people hear the speakers and they like look at us all awkward and yeah. funny looking like, what the hell are they doing over yeah, there? What is going on? Why are they so loud? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's cool because people come over and talk to us and, and that kind of thing. So we encourage you if you are in the Colorado area or even if you want to make a little trek out and uh, see us, uh, that would be good as well. But it's at Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. The next one's going to be July 16th. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We have music. There's also music. Uh, I'll be playing at 11 a.m. doing a solo set. And then also, uh, let's see, this first one is going to be uh, tomorrow at dawn. Yeah, this next John one. Lutzo. John Lutzo, who's been on the podcast. Yeah. We always talk about that. He was uh, on the he was on the Farm Cat episode. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So he did talked he, a little bit. He talked a little bit, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He did sit down. Tyson didn't talk. Tyson, Tyson showed up, too. Tyson showed so, up. And didn't a lot really of our talk. regulars like to come and, and show up. And yeah. Elgin was actually there, too. Yeah, right. And QuakeCon and all that stuff. Yes, sir. And, yeah, QuakeCon, he... Actually, was Invite. like trying to yeah, trying to get us to go out to QuakeCon there in Dallas. Do you, do you know the dates off the top of your head on that? I said I think it's like the end of the July. End of July, something like that. Yeah. Oh, the last weekend of July is Cheeseman Park Art. I Fest. think that's why we had to say no. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. We should have him on at some point again, though. Anyway, yeah. he's a he's a good dude. Interesting to talk uh, talk with. Yeah, Has for sure. Big following too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very connected with the that whole thing. Yeah, that was one of our. Most popular episodes actually was that yeah. QuakeCon one. Just a lot of yeah, you can always see the bump when people have a, a substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Even to this day, Jose man, he's got that that yeah, Instagram one, and yeah. I th- is it Twitter too? Or I think it's just Instagram. Instagram, really, yeah, him. yeah. I love Instagram, but I I don't know how to. I can't figure out how to build the following really big. Some of these people that get so many people right. on there, it's just crazy. And and like you, you know, my sister with Fashion Queen, I mean, she makes money and gets things sent to her and all these free clothes. And it's like Instagram is such a weird thing, you know. And the pictures have to have filters. Did yeah. I tell you about that? If you don't put a filter on it, less people see it. Oh, like, that's yeah, how yeah. They, I think yeah, you said that one know, time. Yeah, which trips me out. Like when I follow people like Joe Rogan, who uh-huh. never puts a filter on anything and has like millions of likes well, on every single one. You're like, just what because the hell? Joe Rogan, though. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. What you should do is you should get into your niche and you should probably like do something like Instagram weed posts or something. I know you're really not yeah. like the, the well, my, weed all over the place. You know, I t- I kind of just put myself as I am sort of on my social media. Like my Instagram is largely uh, music pictures of, you know, 
shows and things like that and yeah. then lots of pictures of nature i love you know i yeah. love that's kind of something i do for fun all the time is take pictures of, of nature and so i got a lot of those and i follow a lot of people who do nature pictures and i'm sort of in that niche but i always wonder i think i'm doing it wrong because like you said <laughs> i mean i'm a musician i should probably be focusing on like reggae and weed and beach yeah. beach vibe or something uh but instead i'm posting pictures some of the good r- smoke pictures out there and <laughs> hashtag weed and I bet you get a ton of followers. It's probably there. true. Yeah. Well, but th- that's what I was going to say. The funny part is I learned the idea of hashtags so that my pictures get a lot more likes now because yeah. when you hashtag them, people see them all over the place when they look up those hashtags. Um, but the problem is is that they equate to a lot of likes but not a lot of follows, it seems like. Um, sometimes you can, but usually the follows are like, you know, just real people, I guess. Yeah. A lot of times you get all these likes from... I don't know companies. Anytime there's a phone number in the bio yeah. or like a website or something like, or like on know. Twitter, all, all the time it's like get ten thousand followers in three days. Yeah, like, uh, yeah they, we've created all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, none exactly, of them are real. Right? Yeah, it's a ten thousand real accounts. Yeah, for a low price of thirty nine ninety nine. I'm just like, what? No, people trying to make money yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah. Everywhere you go, there's you can no follow exception. us at according to like yeah. Well, actually, Twitter, we should it, give out our Twitter sometimes. Yeah, you know? uh, well, it's kind of eh, it's not hard, but if you were to look up according to Mike and Tony, or just that at uh, so a underscore cording c h o r d i n g underscore uh, two, the number two, yeah, the number two. Uh, that's our that's everything. That's our um, Instagram. That's our Twitter. Yep. 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 Before I'm at, that, uh, my music one is at. Tony Dollar One. One. And what your oh yours is super complicated, huh? Yeah. Yep. Duke three blue three <laughs> Duke Blue Devil. Dev three oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not doing any justice yeah. right now. No, the and we are, and I told Tony this before. Uh we are avid uh followers. You follow us, we follow you. Return right? the favor. We return the favor. If you unfollow us, I unfollow you with the quickness. Because he has ways to track it. <laughs> yeah, you got me up on that, too, because that's easy to keep track of. Not yeah. that I'm doing a real good job at it, but... But right? But, yeah, but it is, because you can... Yeah, it makes it real easy to see when somebody unfollows we, you. We unfollow you with the quickness. Makes you... Yeah, you can really see the people... There's so many people that do that, you know? They'll get that quick... Yeah. You know, that quick follow, and then they, they pull yep. out so that their numbers look better. Well, that's... Yeah. They try to do that and get mass follows and stuff like that, too, but... Yeah, you know, I've given up on the whole concept of followers on and likes on Facebook and that whole. It, I would <laughs> I would much rather see quality engagement than anything else. Like people actually interacting and like participating, giving them something of value, some kind of cool content, and that whole thing to me is way more important. And I think you know, if you get, as you gain momentum, those things kind of come along anyway. But it's funny. I spend a lot of time trying to chase those things, and they're like, I need more likes. I need more followers. Got to have more. The cool thing about followers, though, I guess is not exactly the equivalent that's more like likes on your posts or yeah. fa- what do they call it favorites yeah. on your posts or whatever mm-hmm. but the cool thing with the twitter which we've discovered obviously with this podcast twitter has helped us a ton a lot of our listeners come through uh, oh, yeah. twitter um it's one of those things where it's like followers is not the same thing as likes on facebook i probably shouldn't even make that comparison because yeah. followers is exposure i mean yeah. there's it's just more and more people and that are that are actually listening yeah so we're yeah by far like the, if you like look at our social media it's like <laughs> twitter thousands upon thousands on twitter and we, can't and even, like, and we never even give out our twitter we should definitely be <laughs> talking about that a but bit. yeah but our like our facebook page is just like eh. yeah well it's but, one of those things too like it's weird how there's different 
demographics for each one you know facebook people make that joke but it's really true facebook's kind of for older i love facebook <laughs> you know it's like but the young kids aren't really doing it. they're doing snapchat and instagram that's yeah. that's where the young kids hang out so that's where the cool kids go mike so that's why we're there too that's like because <laughs> we want to be cool we want to be- <laughs> are the creepy old guys that are like hey guys Oh shit! Uh, what do you say, buddy? You want to uh, hit up those fun, fun facts? Yeah. So again, everybody, if you want to be part of the fun facts, uh, Mike and Tony Show at Gmail dot com. Um, send you some of the craziest stuff. We have, like I said, have had new followers, have new requests, and all that stuff. Uh, other podcasts request some of these fun facts too, and I send them off to them too. So yeah, if you really want them. Send it to me, and uh, if your job is monotonous like many others, you can read these fun facts in the morning. Kill some time. And you and you don't have to put anything in the email. If you just send us an email, you just put fun facts in the subject, and we yeah. will, we'll add you on there. Yep. Uh, this one we are talking about a little bit before the podcast. Uh, I'm a big ice cream fan. I will not be eating Briars anymore. <laughs> this one's crazy. As a result of Briars adding excessive amounts of additives in their ice cream to cut costs, Canada has determined their product no longer contains enough milk and cream to meet labeling requirements for ice cream and must be labeled frozen dairy dessert or frozen dessert. Yikes. That's a lot of additives. So much that they can't even consider it ice cream. <laughs> like, this is ice sludge. Because <laughs> the additives is like all the shit. It's like really bad for you. All like, the shit you can't pronounce. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. They, they Studies come out, you know, 30 years later. So, oh, that shit oh, caused cancer. cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out you've yeah. been eating liquid frozen cancer. <laughs> liquid frozen cancer. oh my gosh this one right here was crazy i guess not that much if you think about it i mean mosquitoes have killed more humans oh yeah than all the wars in history it's nuts yeah fuckers right because of you know malaria and and is it Zika? Zika? Zika. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anything that has a the mosquito as the, they call it the vector or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. There's been a lot of people killed from mosquitoes. Dude, yeah. I saw like you can go like, you can plant like citronella plants. They have like bushes and stuff like that, like at like Whoa. Lowe's and Home Depot. Awesome. So yeah, you can just like plant them in your backyard. Do they work and, just and, sitting there in the ground They're though? supposed to, yeah. That's so dope, dude. Yeah. Because been doing a lot of camping lately, and so there's there's mosquitoes and stuff around. So, <laughs> so, you're, so you're just going to carry a bush around with you? <laughs> no, bush no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty. That's what I'm saying. I'm up on all of the. I didn't know about that. That you could actually just get one for your yard. That would be really awesome, especially if they're like big and bushy. I don't even know what one looks like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. There's all these different methods. We've got everything, dude. We got the you know the clips you can wear, and like the fans <laughs> ones even got the button. You hit the button and it, like turns the fan on and you know puts oh. the stuff out that keeps the mosquitoes around. We got. My favorite, the one that always works the best, is this big the old big giant, giant candle. citronella candle. Yeah. Just put it in the middle of the bench and, and set that puppy on fire. Seems to work. But I have noticed this year, and it could just be because it's early in the year and we haven't had as much moisture yet, um, which usually we do have a lot of moisture by now, less mosquitoes. Are you noticing the same thing? Oh, no. Oh, you're all bitten up. Oh, snap. Damn. I've been... It was yesterday when I was mowing the lawn, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been. I I think I've only been bit one time this year so far, and that's going to the mountains and and everything else. Yeah, it seems like last year though we were they were swallowing us up. Yeah, 
Um, okay, so this one I thought was interesting. Not having friends has the same health risk as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Dang. That's crazy. That's really crazy. Social interaction is so good, which is why it's good that your little one wandered across the street. Yeah. Just making <laughs> friends, see? All right, so she's not going to be, okay. Yeah, so she'll be, she's healthy. She's healthy then. No, I was thinking that, though, because <laughs> not everybody, not all kids have the, you know, that kind of bravery to go do stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah. That's good. No, but that's cool, man. You can't underestimate the power of friends. And I'm sort of a guy that'll do that sometimes. Like, I, I get so, like, hermity. I'll, like, I'll just focus on what I'm doing. I'm, you know, focused on music or yeah. writing or whatever the thing is, the task at hand. And it's important to take time and be like, like we did. I mean, go to the zoo once yeah. in a while. Yep. Get out and do something with your friends. Yep. It's going to decrease your chance of getting cancer. There you go. Uh, McDonald's makes about $59 billion. <laughs> One hundred and seventy-eight million eighty thousand dollars a day. No, sorry, fifty-nine million. Sorry, fifty-nine million one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars a day. It's a a shit day in a day, every day, yep. every day. <laughs> Man, every day I'm hustling. Yeah, <laughs> they're making bank, dude. Making bank, and people are, have major food addictions. I mean, that's a major problem in the United States. It's just like uh, it's. Like, uh, reminds me of the pharmaceutical companies. I'm sure their numbers look pretty big like that yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, if an expensive watch ticks loudly, it is most likely a counterfeit. Good to know. Good to know. My Tom Brady watch is very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last time you wore your Tom Brady watch? Well, it's been a long time. <laughs> I'm not, I don't sport the watch too often. <laughs> Who was it that was, oh, it was Ben Affleck was did you catch that uh -huh. there's i can't remember what his name is he i think he used to be an espn guy but he's got like a new sports show on hbo and so he, it's just him one-on-one -on -one with like different guests he had charles barkley on the same episode uh but and they don't they do them one after the other oh the same um time. simmons bill simmons yes yep. that's the one mm -hmm. did you have i don't know if you caught the one with no. ben affleck dude first of all he seemed drunk like he was people have said like ben affleck's like fucking douche I, right I, well he rubbed me wrong I never had a problem with the guy until I saw him on Bill Maher one time and I can't remember what it was about I think it was about rape or something uh -huh. or like, and just hearing him talk I was like this is douchebaggery like this guy's just trying to like it seemed like he was trying to get laid like like that would be a problem anyway he's a fucking actor and stuff yeah. um, but no he was going off about um, the Tom Brady deflate gate stuff no in defense dude like going like ranting and raving like every other word was an f-bomb like he was cussing the whole time and it, well, I mean, i'm probably from there oh i know yeah no i know <laughs> i know but it, that's what's so funny about it, is like that doesn't seem to be something he realizes people recognize like he thinks he's really just talking about the justice of the situation how ridiculous they would do this to the greatest he literally said how could they do this to the greatest player they've ever had and <laughs> Ah, dude. And he was going after Eli, talking about how, you know, have you ever seen the thing where Eli shows what he does to prep a ball and he's got to scuff it just right? And just, it, it, but it was so like. Because Eli beat him twice in the Super Bowl. Yeah, of course, dude. Of <laughs> the course. undefeated season, 2007. Yeah, dude, he was going after, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what he was, he was saying. He was saying, too, that it was just the only people that are going after him are the people that, you know, Tom Brady's whipped their ass. But like, I read the transcript before I watched the video. I'm like watching it or reading it, and it was like 
grammatically incorrect. Like, I mean, I people don't speak grammatically correct, but I mean, there was stuff where it was like not even logical. Like the it, sentence didn't have like an exact subject, and you're like, <laughs> wait, what? And just every other thing, expli- expletive, expletive. And then I watch it, and it's not. I'm probably exaggerating. He wasn't like y'all like I was screaming. Yeah, but I mean, he was pretty worked up over it. I was just like, it's confirmed, dude. He, you're a douchebag. <laughs> Officially dubbed by uh, dubbed by the Tone Zone. Yeah, the Tone Zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Robin Slim called me. Uh, how about this one? This was crazy. In 1911, a lone man emerged from the wilderness in California. He was actually the last member of his tribe and also the last wild Indian. With the help of university professors, he was able to preserve the parts of his language and culture. Insane. What year? When was that? 1911. That's so crazy. It makes you kind of wonder how it goes down, you know, because I guess it has to happen slowly, right? First, there's, you know, and I mean, it's like in his lifetime, I wonder what he was born into. Like how yeah. many? Was it just his parents or something crazy like that? Probably more than that. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I don't good know. Good point. Makes you so curious how it gets, and then you're just like the dude. You're like, oh shit, I'm yeah, the like, last one. Just looking around, yeah. I wonder what's outside these uh, woods. Yeah, <laughs> wonder what's out. No, I'm just gonna walk out there. Let me see. What <laughs> well, they happens. probably knew, right? They, they were probably avoiding him, and then finally he's just threw in the towel. He's like, Guess I give up. I'm gonna have to I join give him. Up. I mean, I'm yeah. just a one man show at this point. So <laughs> that's so nuts, man. Yeah. So nuts. Uh, Spartans still alive. They uh, they still live in Greece as a distinct ethnic group and speak their own language, descending from ancient Greek. The Spartans still live, man. They have six packs, probably. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. Spartacus warriors. Like, do you think also think that they like believe in like mythology? Because wasn't that that their religion, right? Oh, I don't know mythology. Was their religion like Zeus is the god and all? Oh that yeah, stuff? Like Greek and mythology. So and... it like yeah. I guess so, yeah. The Spartans would have been part of that whole thing, right? <laughs> yeah. This yeah. one, uh, the gr- uh, a goat reached the rank of <laughs> Lance Corporal in the British Army. And then he got demoted for inappropriate behavior during the Queen's official birthday. What the hell? <laughs> you saw I was laughing at that one before <laughs> the show. I'm like, the British people, what are you, what are you guys doing? It's like... <laughs> The fact that he was the it's I don't know what's worse. I think it, the worst part is when they demoted him. <laughs> like, like, what did you expect what him to act like? <laughs> like, really, officer and a gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> well, here, the British back at it again. Here, let's do another one because this one as well. During World War II, the British maintained an entirely fictional army, the Fourth Army, that they successfully used to draw German forces away from invasion targets on multiple occasions, including the Normandy landings. <laughs> Leave it to the British, but it worked out, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit, shit worked. <laughs> or you know what really happened was like the leadership really probably thought that there was like a fourth person, like fourth infantry. Yeah, was, shit was going down like crazy. It's probably chaotic. <laughs> and then they know. were like, they realized like, oh wait, wait, are you in the fourth? Are you in- who wait runs a the minute. fourth? Raise your hand if you who ra- who runs the fourth? I- oh shit. <laughs> this whole time we're just we're just gonna act like that uh that we knew that the whole time <laughs> this one's here we're uh we're big uh joe rogan fans indeed yeah that's what inspired uh, us to do this podcast yeah man. during the 1990s joe rogan paid ten thousand dollars a month just to have a t1 internet connection installed at his house to play quake 
without having to deal with the lag. Yeah, I heard him talking about that on a podcast. He was a serious gamer, dude. Yeah. Like you were saying, back in the day, that was some expensive Yeah. Well, like, like business, like big businesses had something like that. Yeah. It's interesting to hear him say how he kicked video games, too. How he's, I'm not how, but the fact that he just felt he had to or else he yeah. wasn't going to get anything in his life accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the episode with those... Um, those guys who made the documentary on the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were talking about, you know, they, you know, those whole things. That's a good one. Check it out. I can't remember their names. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> a teenager in China once sold his kidney to buy an iPad. Only for it, only for the iPad Air to come out like two months later. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he had another yeah, kidney. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get to play very long, though. <laughs> oh, my God. That's nuts. Yeah, that's um, really this one dollar. I'm gonna expect. I'm, I'm expecting more things from you, okay? Because Beyonce can run a mile while oh. singing, which helps her to perform on stage without being exhausted. Dude, it was that was one I read, and it was like, whoa! Like I really want to try doing something like that. Not, I mean, I probably maybe not literally <laughs> that right out of the gate. <laughs> Just no, no, I'm dancing <laughs> in this session. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a challenging thing to do. I always admire like the singers who dance at the same time. Because yeah. first of all, I'm not coordinated to even dance, <laughs> let alone to do it and sing. And then that's the other part of it that's hard. It's not just the coordination of it. It's just the, having the lungs to do it, man. That's that's really challenging. And I've noticed that. Like I've had times too where I've had to like run a bit to get up on stage or something. And, you know, I'm starting my first song and I'm already in this state. And it's <laughs> it's so much harder to sing when you're like that because your breath is everything. So. Well, I'm not surprised, dude. So I'm going to need you to work on that dollar. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start following the lead of the queen bee. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got well, maybe one more here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got one more after this. This is, this is so him. He's like the only douchebag that I'm okay with. I think he's okay, dude. Matthew McConaughey claims to get turned on by his food. <laughs> I can totally picture it. All right, him. all right, all right. <laughs> This chicken fried steak looking good. Uh, same dude who got hauled out of his house naked, naked smoking weed, playing bongo drums, drums <laughs> fighting the police, the, all slamming the, way the out. bongo drums with his door wide open. Gets <laughs> turned on by his food. Uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and you know he's, he's like a health nut, and then yeah. he's talking about he's talking about getting turned on by kale. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Warm apple pie. <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh. Shit. How about this one? This this is one last one. Okay. Apple is worth more than the entire Russian stock market. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. That's hard to even imagine. How does that work? My company can buy your country. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yes, you heard me. Yeah, my country my company can buy your country. Well, that's the see, right? Because that's the thing, is that countries governments are essentially like corporations now i mean they're indistinguishable in yeah. how they function and especially here in america about to have somebody who's not even a good businessman i guess but that's the only thing he's known for Can you imagine that in the news and in other news uh apple buys russia <laughs> <laughs> like what especially if it's all just a casual like headline like that yeah just <laughs> amidst like 20 other headlines yeah, russian oh, by the way yeah, apple apple russia merger goes <laughs> Goes live. <laughs> Their flags like the Apple logo and shit. So what the isn't it the sickle and the hammer? Yeah. 
Or oh, no, that, it's, no, it's, no, it's old, like a sickle and a star, right? Yeah, something like something that. Like that yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, like, we're, we're just stuck in like the old Rocky USSR. <laughs> it's probably like the old USSR flag. <laughs> Actually, I think you're right. It probably is the case. The hammer and sickle. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 We know what we're talking about. Relax, everybody. <laughs> this is probably a good time to move into some serious topics. Let's uh, like go to the news. So... Cleveland Cavaliers. Champions. Champions are the first team in NBA Finals history to go to win it down 3-1. You said they would do it. I told you. you Why doesn't nobody believe me? They need to listen to the fucking podcast. Bruce Leroy didn't believe me. Did you tell him to go back to listen to the podcast? It's on the podcast. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Bruce Leroy owes me lunch. Oh, nice. So we're going to go to Ruth Chris Steak, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, I think. That's what I told him. That fucker told me salad and water. <laughs> yeah, dude, they did it. First team, yeah. like I said, in three one, and you know, a lot, be the haters out there. You know, I'm not a Golden State fan. I'm not a Cavs fan, but I appreciate the fact that LeBron made good on his promise to bring the city of Cleveland to championship. Right. Yeah. No, it's cool. And he had he was so emotional over it. Yeah. I mean, Who it was a be? douche move when he left. Obviously. Yeah. And the, the way joy. the way yeah. he did it. And looking back, even then, even shortly after that, I remember reflecting on it and thinking, you know, it's not just that he's a douchebag. It was sort of you imagine all the people, all the cooks in the kitchen, basically on yeah. that one. They started thinking, oh, opportunity, make money. Let's televise it. Let's do this. Let's do that. And he was kind of like, oh, sure, sure. An hour special to put in your face that I'm going to. Fucking Miami. It's one of those weird I'm moments. Take my talents to South Beach. When it was over, you know, when the dust settled, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, this was yep. the wrong way to do this. <laughs> we were definitely effed up." Yeah, dude, that's nuts. But dude, and, and I found out too. I did not know that Usher was like a minority owner <laughs> of know. the fucking Capitol, <laughs> right? I saw him standing there after they got the trophy, and he's like back there. And at the first, I was the first one to say something. I was like, oh, man, that dude looks just like Usher. <laughs> and I, Wait a second. Because Myra loves Usher, so yeah. I actually turned to her and was like, hey, that guy looks a lot like Usher. <laughs> and then a couple minutes later, I was like, wait, that really looks like Usher. <laughs> and then she was like, wait, that is Usher. And we're like, what the hell is Usher standing in the... Right. And then it clicked, you know, you look into it and you Google it and shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. He's happy. Yeah. Is that where he's from? Maybe that's where he's from. I don't know. Just <laughs> that would be funny if he's not. Yeah, I just decided. He's actually never been there. Yes, yeah. just one of those things. I always liked Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you know Golden State played to lose. They 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 didn't have their shit together. They couldn't get momentum going. That's always a hard thing and a problem. But that's a hard one to put your finger on. Yeah. But what you can't put your finger on is all the stupid stuff they were doing. All the complaining to refs. All the flopping. All the yeah. and then and then on top of it, you can't get into rhythm. You can't get into a rhythm because you get back. Got bad karma. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the hippie sports commentator. <laughs> bad karma. Because it, it really, I mean, how can you expect to have any momentum with your three-point shots, with anything, developing any kind of plays, having screens work, whatever it is, how can you expect any of that when you've got such a negative attitude about the refs, you're convinced everything's stacked against you? And yeah. We talked about well, that was the, Like I said, the whole thing, the Steven and, and Curry. joked around with Mo, yeah, his wife. Yeah, yeah. It's conspiracy down 3-1. And I'm like... Well, then the conspiracy when you guys are down 3-1. Of course. Of course not. <laughs> of course not, because it was in their benefit. But I saw, like, their parade that they had. Dude, there was, like, people, like, like climbing inside walls. Not, like, inside walls, but, like, the outside of walls. I Did you see the meme? Was that Jason? Did you see the... Yeah. It was Jason who, I think, shared it. We both saw the same thing. <laughs> he was like, slow down, Cleveland. Act like you've been here before. And yeah. then at the bottom of the meme, it was like, ah, it's been 52... Or no, he. that's this what he said, yeah. huh? It's been 52 years, years, screw yeah. it, or something <laughs> like that. 
thought it was pretty clever. Yeah, it's they were going, <laughs> gotta be going crazy, man. Right? That's some pent up emotion. It is. They haven't had shit for yep. a long, long time. What was it? Fifty two years ago? I don't even know. Was it? I think it was the Browns. Was it the, was Browns? It the Browns? I think so. Yeah. Well, because they got butthurt about the Browns. Remember? No, they didn't. Because the Browns never won a a, a Super Bowl. And then they moved and became the Baltimore Ravens, and then won like the next year. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That was a was that a thirty for thirty? Yeah. Moment? I don't remember where I saw that at, but so that I mean that <laughs> that definitely left a mark. And so for no, it was the so, Browns, nineteen sixty four Browns. Is the yeah. that's the last time it was the sixty four nineteen sixty four the Cleveland before. Browns season was the team's nineteenth season. Oh, right before uh, Reagan took office as governor <laughs> in California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, my mom wasn't even born yet oh man (laughs) my mom was not even born yet (laughs) (laughs) that really puts it in perspective (laughs) we're not exactly spring chickens my friend (laughs) oh man yeah Uh, well i mean there there were that whole thing too about the whole drought like john elway fucked them the last time they were even close to doing like a super bowl with his 90 (laughs) yard drive (laughs) yeah the crush the drive yeah it's like legend around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I found a, a cool new podcast. They're only two episodes deep, but it's it's pretty dang cool. And I know you you kind of dig on UFC stuff. Uh-huh. Um, do you know who uh, Ed Norton is? Not that not Edward Norton, the actor, but Ed Norton, the comedian. Yeah. He was like a radio show guy and, yep. and all that kind of thing. He started a podcast with, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, he's a UFC, he was a UFC fighter. Oh, I can't believe it. So it's almost like Fighter and Kid, but it's a lot different. Like the whole vibe is different because, huh. you know, Opie and Anthony and that whole, yeah. that's where Norton sort of comes from that. So yeah. it's got that vibe to it. But they talk a lot of UFC and um, the first episode they had uh, CM punk uh, yeah, from the wrestling, yeah. Yeah, they had him on there. We're talking about his debut. By the way, he announced it on that show September 20th. Mm-hmm. He's fighting some dude I don't know. But he's the kid, guy he's fighting is supposed to be pretty solid. And CM Punk is starting from nothing, like no experience. So he's been trying to cook. But they also had uh, The Rock on. And I thought it was something that was really interesting. Do you know he considered being a UFC fighter? Um, yeah, MMA for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what a trip. He said when he first started his movie career, he had like sort of done everything he wanted in WWE. Yeah. And then was trying to start a, a movie career. And yeah. it wasn't going so hot. And so he was thinking about it, but he just said he had no idea where to start. He didn't know how to surround himself with the right people. And so the idea just kind of fizzled out. He was 34. Well, the whole UFC thing too that's going crazy right now is that whole rumors and everything about them selling like four or five million dollars or something to those Chinese promoters that they go through. Oh wow! Five billion. Sorry, selling four what? or five Again? billion dollars. UFC. Oh yeah, that's right. No, so, it was Russia, not China, right? Was it Russia? Yeah, it was Russia. Okay, whatever. Well, uh, see, they're trying to compete with Apple. Uh, Fucking <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Russia. Apple now owns UFC as well. <laughs> Yeah, Rogan said, I heard this from somewhere. I don't know if it's actually true, but I had heard somebody said Rogan uh, basically said if if uh, White leaves, he's leaving too. Well, that's what the whole thing. Remember, he's been saying this for a long time, that he's like getting close to being done with right. UFC, and so he's hinting. like He's kind of like the precursor. I think like Rogan knows a little bit more than anybody else does. Oh, I'm sure yeah. he's, got, he's privy to some good information. And, yeah. Well, and they bought like, what, fucking $4 million dollars? Four billion dollars the estimated sale of it was and like i think him and dana white's brother and his partner like bought it for like 
something stupid like twenty seven million dollars or something yeah. done. Dana White's gonna go fi- buy a few islands. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so crazy how how big it's gotten and that whole thing. But yeah, Rogan's been talking about it for a long time about how, especially after they started doing those when he came up with those fight companion podcasts yeah. that they do, mm-hmm. and that's what he said. He's like, dude, this is way better than you know putting on the tie and flying out of town and going to the. We could just watch them after, and all these millions of people are gonna listen. Yeah, so like, why would I do do this differently? So I think you're right. It's been coming for a while, and now that does make you wonder. Eh, I bet you he knew something. He yeah, knew this was coming down the line at some point. I do have a uh, fighter companion actually loaded on the podcast. I haven't listened to yet. Oh, yeah. I'm such an avid Rogan listener, man. It's like I burn through them as soon as they're out. Like, put them on when I'm running. Put them on when I'm doing anything where I can working out, whatever. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, did you see back? Well, I don't want to stay on this too long because I don't want to go back to the gun control <laughs> too bad. But uh, did you see Selena Gomez, Yoko Ono, Lady Gaga, and like all these other big uh, people like signed this petition thing for no. uh, control of 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 uh, um, automatic weapons? See, you know that's the that's the other thing about this whole. If we can have a fucking if the a reality star can run for president and like even like actual like senators and congressmen and stuff like that do a, a sit-in these are people that are actual politicians they can't get anything done but heaven you know but fuck get a celebrity to go do something and like all of a sudden we're gonna have gun control right so like- <laughs> right because that was the whole thing in this article there's like over 180 musicians like that's not as powerful as like thousands and thousands of normal yeah. people like what well, I mean, there's something to be said for people who have platforms and stuff and, and people pay attention. But as much as people do pay attention to it, I think there's also a lot of people don't take stuff like that as serious. You know, something about inter- the entertainment industry where it's like, okay, yeah, Mr. Actor, first world problems, dude, you're going to sign a thing saying that, you know, you want more control on, on weapons. But yeah, but there's, I guess there's 108, there's like Jennifer Lopez, Katy Perry, um, Paul McCartney, Sting, Barbara Streisand, Britney Spears, Ellen DeGeneres, Tony Bennett, like, like a lot of big, big people kind of signing in on it, but it doesn't matter. It's like, no matter what all these people say, if the con- if Congress isn't going to do anything about it and they can't, they're just always at a stalemate. Like they get nothing accomplished with it. Hmm. God damn it. I'm going... The draft is happening right now, the NBA draft. And the fucking Nuggets drafted another goddamn point guard. <laughs> At least he wasn't foreign this time. <laughs> Who is it? I probably don't know. Uh, Jamal Murray from Kentucky. Mm. Pretty good. But Why another one? I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. It's like the Bears. Well, like I, I said, like the Bears and quarterbacks for a like while. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad they at least didn't choose someone from fucking overseas because, like, more than half of the Nuggets squad is like, like ends in an IC. I know. I can't even ends say in a Nick name. or a Vic or a Sick or a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. But the Nuggets have a lot of draft picks this year um, because of Houston that made the playoffs. They got a 15th pick, which are they're about to actually they're on the clock right now. Oh, dang. Um, to get the 15th pick. Uh, but they had, like, the number 7, the number 15, and I think they also had, like, the number 19. Yeah, they have the number 19 pick. Wow. And a lot of that stuff is also from years ago with another guy named Carmelo. And we traded for him. And yeah, that's right. We got oh, all those picks that's for him. right. That's cool. 
what will they do with them though you know that's always the key you can't it's easy to get excited about a lot of picks but the truth yeah. is is that if you use them shitty it doesn't make a difference if you if they don't know what they're doing building a good team so i uh the bears my dad was asking me he's like oh you've been following the bears now off season and all i'm like nope <laughs> it just makes me pissed <laughs> yeah because they don't you know just the same thing we did that too with quarterbacks you know yeah Ed cutler and i mean it, I don't know. I don't want. To, I don't want. To, that makes me more mad than the gun plumber. control. Do you have plumber? No, yeah. you guys. Yeah, we had, we did at one point have yeah. have plumber as well. Yeah, it's Denver leftovers. That's what they. <laughs> that's their favorite thing to do. Um, did you see? For some reason, I feel like you may have brought this up before, but did you know there's these guns that they're making out of meteorite? They no make guns out of this like meteorite material. No, like, I only knew that King Tut's. Knife oh, that's right. Stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. So they made these these two guns. Um, <laughs> it's fucked, dude. It's a space gun. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's supposed to be like one of the craziest strong strong metals um, there is. I would play it, but it's all it's all um, music, and they just you know they put the words. You can kind of kind of see them on there. They actually the guns look really cool, and huh. like the way they make them is really intense. But they're selling for the pair of them for five million dollars. Oh, that will never be sh- shot. <laughs> yeah right can you imagine if you did get shot you're like breaking into somebody's house and you got shot with a meteor gun <laughs> it'd be no fucking different than a regular gun that's the truth <laughs> <Yes>. of it <laughs> the only thing make... would be like you got shot with an expensive you, like, like Chris Rock like he was saying like with gun you know back to gun control Chris Rock was talking about like gun control he's like no you don't need gun control you need bullet control he's like mm-hmm. you make all bullets he's like $5,000 each He's like, I guarantee you there would be no innocent bystanders. It's so true. He's like, if you got shot by a bullet, if you got shot, somebody's like, damn, he must have really did something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so true. That's a really good point. Oh, Dude, this one was crazy, and I've been tracking this one for a while. Um, Volkswagen. Have you seen about this? Mm. Volkswagen has to pay more than $10 billion to settle claims from over 500,000 uh, owners because of an admission scandal with the u.s government like the u.s government was like covering up like these these emissions with volkswagen oh wow yeah it's like 10.3 billion dollars now that they have to pay to all these owners for failed emissions and stuff like that and because their vehicles were not emission yeah and so the owners were eating the cost on all this Oh, that's crazy. Yep. Well, it's not that crazy, I guess, unfortunately. Not terribly surprised that shit like that is going on. I'm sure that's going on in all parts of the government. Yeah, that's uh, that's sad. Did you see, I, there was a video on Facebook of this other dude, and I wish I, I didn't, I should have saved it or at least written down what the stuff was, but it was like basically uh, um, he had a Ford Explorer, and he was he's explaining, and I think they're selling something. He has like a company or something. Uh-huh. But what they do is they up the gas miles on the car. He upped his gas miles on a Ford Explorer. He was pissed because it was like I want to say it was like thirteen miles to the gallon or oh, geez. something like that. Yeah, yeah he's like absolutely ridiculous. So he was like, but what I did, and it's like this really simple thing. It's like water. It's like yep. pl- distilled water with a little baking soda. What the hell? How does it work? I follow, I watched um, the whole video. That's um, it's make it. You're essentially making your car a hybrid. It's a hydrogen gas you're producing hydrogen right, gas so right. what you're doing is you're doing um silver plating um having it in there and it's basically just silver plating yeah just silver plated like metal okay so um i don't even think it has to be silver plated um just steel 
um, put it inside there, and with distilled water and, and salt, um, you hook it up to your alternator and your battery, and it, the reaction, the chemical reaction uh, between the metal, the water, and the salt uh, produces hydrogen. Um, hydrogen burns at a higher efficiency than gasoline. And so the hydrogen then, so you have a bubbler and the bubbler spits out to another little thing right. yep, yep, and then yep. the bubble and then the gas goes into your intake. Huh. And so the intake, cause when the air is breathing in, like sucking in all the air, it's breathing in to combust with your gas inside the engine. Yeah. Simultaneously. That's so crazy. It can burn both gas and hydrogen at the same time in yep. the same system. Yep. Same and so engine. it's just boom, 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 boom. And it uses less gas because yep. the hydrogen is in there um, supplementing the air of and, it. And so, yeah. Wow. You can buy, you can buy kits online, dude. So damn cool. Man. You can buy kits online. Like I think it, like anywhere from like 50 to a hundred bucks, dude, to do this. Um, huh. When I had the Jeep, I actually, I had never come when across I had the this. old Jeep. I actually thought about that. Um, right <laughs> about right. my other jeep was like 10 miles to the gallon dude yeah, but yeah, yeah. um yeah dude it's it's legit it's legit um like i said they they actually make professional kits where you can put it on and stuff like that you know i've seen like janky kits like in jeeps before where it was like just like a mason jar like what we're drinking that's how out this of. dude's kind of looked yeah. like okay. yeah so i mean it's still effective it still works and everything like that but you know, it's just having to find an area where it's like far from heat and stuff like that. Right, and then and he said, every so once in a while, every once in a while, you have to like refill the, the it water. turns all yellow and like yeah, some kind of weird it's byproduct. Like, it's like thing. the vehicle; you just have to maintain it. Yeah, and it, well, something else you would know because you know more about car engines and stuff. But he was talking about how, like, the first few weeks he did it, he was talking about it was blowing all this stuff out of his engine or something. Like it was like cleaning, cleaning it, it yep. essentially yep. too. Cleaning it. So oh, it's weird that this doesn't seem to have. Kind of, that's the first time I've ever come across it. Was, oh really? Yeah, it's today. been around for a while, man. Yeah, really mm-hmm. it makes me want to look into it. That's crazy. That could save you a lot of money. I wonder yeah. how much it costs to install one of those things. That's what I'm saying. It's like fifty to hundred bucks for these kits. That's it. Yeah, but we right. But I mean, would you know how to install it? Like, if you had one, there's not going to be anywhere that installs it for you, dude. You oh, well, that this guy, but he was like an entrepreneur type yeah. of dude. Yep. Uh, saying, yeah, call our company and we can we can set it up for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, they have lots of kits in there, dude. It's, it's again, it's making you, huh. it's making a hydrogen fueled car. That's what it is. I mean, you can essentially, <clears throat> that's why, like, all these things are hydrogen, like, all these so just manage- hybrids and stuff like that. They're trying to make hydrogen fueled. So it makes me wonder, like, the better job you do, the more you, the higher percentage you can probably supplement. Yeah. You can never get to 100, right? You couldn't get no. 100%. And you're just like, I can well, you my could. car to it. A- you could. There is possibilities to do, like, uh, 100% hydrogen fueled, but then you're like, yeah. Kind of redesigning the car, yep. <laughs> yeah. and it's heavier and stuff like that too because of the the a battery power that you'd have to have the water on board and stuff like that. Oh, okay. that yeah, because you need a lot more. This guy was just doing t- like two little jars, and yeah. like they were sort of ad- adhered somewhere in the back there. Yep. Yep. Some yeah. Some people put it in the front, like at, by the actual engine. Some people put it in the trunk of the vehicle where it can bubble and stuff like that. And so, damn. Yeah. Damn, that's so crazy with everything happening, you know, with the Teslas and like all these hybrids. And yeah. hybrids seem like that's eventually going to, maybe not completely, but for the most part, go away and it's going to be pure electric. Because when you look at a Tesla and you can see what cars can do with electricity, you realize, oh, okay. And this, run at that speed. Right. A hybrid's going to be even, a dinosaur eventually. Even that fucking BMW smart car, when I was when I drove that Lamborghini. And oh, yeah. You see uh-huh. that picture of that BMW? Yep. That BMW smart car, I forget what it's called. It is um, 100% electric. Can do like zero to sixty in like 
two seconds or some wow. kind of shit, dude. Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy. Yeah. Did you, did or just like the Model S, like, you know, a Tesla. You can go fast, dude. That thing can go fucking fast. Really, really fast. Yeah. And that's what I mean. That's why I think the hybrid thing eventually is just going to seem like, eh, why blend it with gasoline at all when you could just go like 100% yeah. electric? Do you, do you hear about the dude? I think it was in LA or something. He got like, at the very least, he got a ticket. I think he might have gotten in trouble, like had to go to court and maybe got, you know, probation or something like that. Mm -hmm. But he was, every day he was sleeping. He had a Tesla and he was just sleeping on his way to work. Like mm -hmm. he'd climb into the back and crash out. Did I talk about, I don't know if I brought no, some of the no, podcasts before. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy, right? Because the car auto drives. So he'd get up in the morning and, you know, who doesn't want to go back to sleep when you're driving back, driving to work in the morning? No one ever feels like they get enough sleep. Well, this dude was like, well, I got a Tesla, so I'm just going to program in the destination, climb in the back seat, and take a nap. But uh, people started noticing that there was nobody driving the car. and <laughs> Eventually, he got, he got pulled over and got in trouble for it. So I was glad to hear that you get in trouble for that because yeah. I didn't even know. I thought, you know, <laughs> if it automatically drives for you, it's like... I guess do you have to sit there and pay attention and like i'm glad you do because you because they have the manual control and it's supposedly really easy right yeah like if something starts going haywire you hit the gas pedal and grab the steering wheel it's like you're immediately yeah it in reminds control. me of irobot remember an yeah. irobot where he's like automatic cars and he's like oh, I oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, or yeah. demolition man too oh yeah or demolition man with wesley snipes and <laughs> oh god yeah sandra bullock Rob Schneider. I always love Sandra Bullock, man. <laughs> Rob Schneider's cool, too. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm just glad that they actually are drawing some lines like that because what would stop everybody from doing it? But they say it's even safer. That's the funny part about it. They say that the auto driving is way safer than people driving. Like, it's just just mathematically. Yeah. Like we have our reaction time and, you know, our Let's distractions. I've always and, thought about stuff, too, like almost like buses, you know how they run on a schedule or like even like uh, subways or like the light rail and stuff like that, how they run on a schedule and they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, what's not to say like you can have like tracks and trains for like cars and stuff like that. Just follow yeah. the same, you know, that way there's right. nobody's late, just nobody's speeding to try to get around you and stuff like that. You know, I mean, obviously if you wake up late, that's your own fucking fault. But yeah, there's <laughs> always going to be slackers. That's never going to change. <laughs> Yeah, and it's interesting though. It's interesting the way things could go, and we always talk about the momentum of our father kind of idea that yeah. you can't just rip out the whole thing and and start fresh. But it is weird to think about that idea of like you know, if you think about it, if the car can drive itself, how hard would it be for somebody to take over your car remotely? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you never think about that. Like, no. <laughs> if, if the car is Good just point. driving on its own and it's all doing it with GPS and internet or whatever, mobile or whatever. However, it's tracking the car because you got to think it's got to track it so good. And I'm dumbfounded by that stuff, like stuff that uses satellites, how specific it is. Like I noticed on my phone, there's this health tracker thing. And so it just tells me all my steps. By the way, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing like the day before FarmCAD. Remember how busy I was that yeah. day? I had uh, 22,000 steps and I didn't, I didn't know, even know what an average measurement was it was right after i had my phone reset and so that app started tracking my steps all of a sudden and so i noticed it I was like oh that's cool and i was looking at it and i asked my dad i'm like you know what's what's a good amount of steps in a day i was thinking miles or whatever yeah. and he was like oh a good amount's probably like you know you know uh, maybe seven thousand that's considered pretty good eight thousand is really good and ten thousand like, is what my my phone says yeah. dude i had twenty two thousand <laughs> the day before farm cab like, yeah, and, and i had something it was 19 i had climbed 19 flights of stairs so that was like just me going up and down in the basement probably and like carrying <laughs> stuff and 
so so insane. But but what I was getting at with all that is that it trips me out how precise satellite tracking is. Like my phone going from the basement to the floor, you can tell that it tracks it from a satellite measuring where uh-huh. my phone's at. That's precise, dude. Scary, super scary, <laughs> super scary. They're watching us right now. Hello, Tony. And like all these weird... Tony, can you get out of the basement, please? The reception's (laughs) terrible down there. Like, what the Dude, dude, I wouldn't even be surprised. Like earlier, why we were doing this podcast right now, I had some app I pulled up and I can't remember if it was a news app or something. And they just asked me, it was like, this app wants to activate activate your microphone. Would you like to do that? Like, why? What do you need to use my microphone? The hell is it going to activate the microphone for? Yeah. Or like I told you about my buddy who was like, I can't remember what the item was. He said he was searching. Yeah, yeah he was, no, he wasn't even. He wasn't on the internet. He wasn't on the phone. Oh, he, he was talking. He about was it. talking right, to yeah. somebody about it. And then when he went on Facebook, it was the first ad he saw. He's like, "What? They're just listening to him talking into the air like that?" Like, right? Dude, come on, come on. You know something's going like that because here goes the conspiracy theory stuff. Like you know, government probably listening in and. When they try to comfort you by telling you no one's listening, these are just algorithms, like but, for the advertisements. Yeah, but at the same time too, like, right. like with the whole Apple thing, the Apple phone thing, and the, the whole that college shooting, how they knew some information. Apple is refusing to open the phone due to the privacy reasons or some shit like that. But the government knew, it was like, yeah, we can get some shit off that phone that'll tell us more stuff. Like, it's, right. come on, dude, are you what the hell? Right. The and all of a sudden, our show just got taken off the air. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> no outro music. It's yeah. just suddenly over. Freaky stuff, man. It wouldn't be so freaky if it was all out in the open and everyone talked about it. But yeah. they really don't. Like there's like my friend was just legitimately caught off guard and so was I when I saw his post saying that. You're just like, what the hell? Like why? And like I said, little things where it pops up and it's like, hey, did you, uh, this app wants to turn on your microphone and it's an app that has nothing to do with audio. Like, why would the microphone need to be turned on just for me to look at this app? I'm reading yeah. news or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> what the hell? They want to know everything. And, you know, it's it's the same thing. It's, there's a lot of conspiracy theory people that will think, oh, you know, they want to take over your lives or whatever. But in, the truth is it's way more likely all they're really wanting to do mm-hmm. is make money. They're just trying to make money. They want to target shit perfect. They want to know every intricate detail about your personal life so that they can market to you. Like marketing has never been more precise, dude, than it is in this day and age where they can see all your actions online. They know everything you click on. They're literally listening to shit you're saying to your friends yeah. when you're not even on your phone. They can they're making hella bank out of it. I'm sure. And then, but where it becomes scary is when you pair it with all the stuff like the Patriot Act, and then Patriot Act Two, and like they're basically slowly just stripping all your, all your rights away. And at the same time, they're watching every detail in your life. It's like, and then you're looking at Trump, this guy that could potentially become president, talking about banning all Muslims from coming <laughs> into the country, and that seven out of ten of his supporters actually agree with that, that they should just totally put a ban on Muslims, like. You go, whoa, right. this is a perfect storm of scary I like shit. that Trump guy. Scary shit, though, right? It's that perfect storm of com- that combination of things. Yeah. And then simultaneously, you also have like this giant polarization in America where the parties are, are really splitting apart and, and like left and right is becoming super far extreme on both sides. And another happy ending to a happy podcast. We're all going to hell in a handbasket, everybody. I am Tony Dollar. I am a singer-songwriter. Sitting across from me is Mike Pierce. 
funny man Mike Pierce still. <laughs> stick with it. You can check out all of our episodes at MikeAntonyShow.com. Um, what else? You can email us at MikeAntonyShow at gmail.com. Yep. Farmcad.net if you want to see any vendors or anything like that. July 16th, 10 to 2. Be there, be square. Yes. And with that, it's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers.